This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. (whistles) Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Watford are on the counter-attack. Forestieri. Good afternoon, everybody. I hope we're well. I hope we're well. Well, that was another interesting and another interesting game. Frustrating, but frustrating further up because we dominated possession. We created areas to create chances, but we really failed to work their keeper, to my mind. Correct me if I'm wrong. Apparently, we had 20 shots, but three were on target. But I'm trying to recall, and please come on and let me know if I'm if I'm a gibbering idiot more than normal, which I grant you is fairly high still in the gibbering idiot stakes, and as to whether or not we got their goalkeeper's gloves dirty. That's not to say it was a disappointing performance. I think it was it was a, a, a really good, you could see where the energy was, you could see we dominated the play, especially in the first half. Um, but we just seemed to miss either that final ball or, of course, the one real glaring opportunity at the end with about 10 minutes or so left to play when Bio gets sent through one-on-one with the one with the keeper and and fails to work him, fails to hit the frame of the goal, which is always frustrating. Can't be too hard on, on, on Bio again. He works hard. But was this the game that showed us that, yes, the big number nine that we all heard from the at our place this week that, uh, yeah, Watford are in negotiation to try to bring somebody in? Uh, were you at the at our place? Was there anything interesting that you haven't already seen in the media or is there anything else that you wanted to let us know about how it happened? let us know. Let us know if you want to talk about Watford nil, Plymouth nil. What do we think about Plymouth? I thought they actually looked pretty, pretty good, especially in defensive positions and areas. They were throwing themselves in front of the ball when the ball went in there, set pieces. That's something that we really need to work on and or they defended it extremely well. I thought, as I say, I thought Plymouth looked organised and dangerous on the counter-attack dangerous on the counter-attack and dangerous again when Dan gets the ball and creates possibly their most most clear-cut chances as well so we know that's going to be the modus operandi under Ishmael but what do we think after three games of course the game in the week we scored early we ended up um, going in one all at half time going to penalties and losing it but uh, let us know what you think of the first week and under Valerian Ishmael I look at Plymouth I think they're going to be all right because we had a chat with with Aaron from from Green and White Pod and or Argyle Life and and it, we were having a good old chat with him about it and it was like well we hope to stabilise in yeah I, they certainly look more organised than QPR but anyway there we go Justin sir Justin 
Hello. Hello. You were sat a few rows in front of me. Any different perspective from your side? Only that I think we would have taken that performance any day last season. Absolutely. We would have seen that last season and gone, wow, they've improved. Although there was no goals, there's still question marks for me over Daniel Backman playing that high up the pitch. It's going to happen. We're going to get caught out with that several times, I think, this season. But as a a performance, team performance, if we'd have had that last season, we'd have gone, well, this is more like it. There was more heart and desire and movement and passion and keenness in that 90 minutes than there was in in the entirety of last season. So improvement that way, but we we really need to start looking at a number nine quite drastically because it's pretty clear that bio is not the answer, really. Yeah, I think it was harder to miss that one, wasn't it? Well, it's, it's it. I think it's hard to say that when he's two goals in three games. I know he missed a, a fairly, well, let's call it a sitter against against Stevenage, or it was a great save, depending on your perspective. I was disappointed that he didn't work the keeper. I'm not disappointed with how hard he worked or his kind of stuff with his back to goal. The one thing I'm, I was really impressed with from Plymouth was Hardy, their number nine. His movement was tremendous. He came in and just left Porteous and an outstanding performance from Wesley Hoot, but he kept getting away from him. And it was really interesting when we had that that quadruple substitution. Does anybody remember a quadruple substitution? I'm not sure I do, but there we go. Because Jake Livermore came on and basically just sat on him. It was almost like you could see that Ishmael had gone, yeah, let's stop that happening. Because on the break, that was what really made them dangerous. I thought when he went off, I didn't think they were I didn't think they were so dangerous. I thought we were more dangerous against ourselves again. But hey, yes, well, we'll see. Anyway, guys, as ever, your thoughts, anything from the at our place, anything from the game today, anything from Stevenage, because we're only going to be doing the spaces mainly after after league games. Because let's face it, we all know what happens in the League Cup. But hey, did you go? What were your thoughts about it? Also, as I say, from the at our place, or do you want to just look at the first eight days? Because, of course, if you look back at the first eight days of Rob Edwards, we had a win and a draw in the league, and then the first League Cup match we went out on. So it's similar, but the performances feel different. They feel different indeed. On what day was it? Wednesday? I was I was very privileged to join Mr. Wendover Horn, who, who launched his own Twitter spaces. Yes, I'm talking to you now. Hello, mate. It's, it's Wendover Horn, everybody. Hello, mate. Hello. Hello. How are you feeling? How are you feeling after that, then? Pete, I judge on performance, and that was a good performance. On another day, we would have won 3 0. Yeah, judge it on performance. I, I, I'm leaving relatively happy, if I'm honest with you. Just one ingredient that is missing. A number nine. We know the nine is coming. I reckon it will be done by next weekend. Whether it'll be match fit, who knows? Yeah, so I'm relatively happy. Fair enough. We, the other thing that I would say about Bayo, yeah, he missed a few, didn't he? But to be fair to the boy, he kept coming back for more. He didn't hide, and he kept coming back. And then another day, he would have got one. He would have got one or two. But yeah. I'm relatively pleased, mate. Relatively pleased. From your vantage point, because anybody who doesn't know or indeed doesn't care, because it's very similar, I sit in the family stand. Went over there, sits, sits closest to the halfway line in, a, in an elevated position. So you get a quite commanding view of the pitch on both sides. The thing, the thing that, to me, it felt, I said earlier on, was it the final ball or the shots on goal? 
when we work the ball into wide areas and fair play to to Plymouth for defending the ball when it came into the box, we didn't seem to be getting bodies into the box to support Bio though. To, to my mind, did did that seem apparent to you or anybody else? You let me know what your thoughts yeah, are. Did, did, were, were we getting body? Were we getting bodies in and around? I picked that up. You'd expect you tend to be lurking around, don't you? You expect loser maybe to be there or thereabouts in around from the midfield. Yeah, I'm not going to be too critical. I thought on performance, we're going to, we play like that, Pete. We'll win more than we lose. We'll win more than we lose. We're going to, there's going to be callers that are going to come on and I'm sure one's going to come on from Florida and say, oh yeah, but we should have got the number nine in already. You can only work, we can only work as the window allows you to work. Lots, lots of tangibles with the transfers, with people leaving other clubs and then getting a replacement first and so on and so forth. I think we'll have our man by next Saturday. And as I say, performance wise, you're going to win more than you lose on that. Backman, yeah, gives us all the eebie-jeebies, doesn't he, when he's when he's passing out from the back. But that is going to be high risk. And I think we're just going to have to get used with, to that. We are going to concede one or two from, from a mistake by Dan. But we haven't yet, have we? It's a high-risk strategy. And that, that, that's what it is, in my opinion. Well, two league games, four goals, no goals conceded. At this point, there are some basics and some staples there that seem to be in place. What did you think of? Let's have a look at the wingers because I've seen a number of people have said, well, Shaq Fatadzi and uh, Aspria coming on was a real lift. But I thought that Matthias Martins had a good game. I thought Ken Semmer was a little bit low, but jumped, but came up a little bit when he got switched because he uninverted them, if there is such a word. He's normally putting them to cut in to get onto their natural foot and he changed it out a little bit. But again, we still didn't seem to be getting bodies into the box when we were in those positions, which was frustrating, but it's a much better level of frustrating than last season. It's it's frustrating in and around their box rather than ours. I, I, I agree with you, Pete. Ken Semmer, you're always going to get up and puff at 100%. Are you going to get absolute quality week in, week out? No, you're not. And if you were going to get quality out of Ken week in, week out, it'd be in the Sweden national team and not carrying the bags. I like Ken. Puff and puff, 110% does lack a bit of quality. Is he going to play every single game from the start every night? I doubt it. Yeah, like Jack, when Dave, when he came on, he's, he's he looks a baller to me. He looks a baller. But yeah, r- r- relatively. And also, Pete, tonight I'm not driving, which is nice. M- m- Mrs. Mrs. W's driving because she's been at the Harlequin shopping today. So I've been able. To- Mrs. Wendover's here. Yeah. Mrs. She, she, w, everybody. She is, she is Squad driving. number nine. She is driving now, though, I'm afraid. Hello. Oh, well, there you Hello, Mrs. <laughs> Hello, Mrs. Wendover. Lovely to see you. For anybody who doesn't know, we do still have the squad numbers are up still for grabs. We are going to have to slowly convert them over to this year's kits. But after the excellent Raymond Ive left, we were considering retiring the number nine. But Mrs. Wendover won it for her excellent cooking skills. <laughs> Did you hear that last week, I believe, there was a suggestion at one stage that Mr. Wendover was going to bring somebody home for dinner? Did you tell her about this, Greg? No, I didn't no. tell her about that. No, I, I, you know, no, I didn't, 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 you dropped me in it there, Pete. 
Oh, no, have I? No, I, I, we've got a little chat group, haven't we, Pete? And I said, and it, somebody said, are you boring Ben Manda to death or something like that? And I said, yeah, I did talk to him for quite a while. It's been, I took up so much of his time that he asked me if I could come home for supper with him, if he could come home for, for supper with me. Yeah, Ben is our new technical director the- that scouts all the players who, right, okay. who I bored to death in the week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Careful, oh, she'll start straining into the bus lanes if you distract her. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, Pete, I do love a transfer window. I do, and I do love. I, 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 I am aware. We did have the spaces on yeah. Wednesday where we went through and we poured over some of the names that that we thought might be of interest to people, and it carried on. For, it carried on for a good long time. So, thank you, anybody who listened into that, yeah. and well done you for doing your first Twitter spaces. Obviously, Martin's doing them. Everybody's doing them. So, loads of chance to talk about Watford which is great stuff so there we go well, Mr and Mrs Wendover we shall let you get back up the A41 there they go let's, let's get let's get them and let's go to let's go to Rio Wolf we did have an Uncle Ron but he's disappeared but let's go to Rio Wolf and see where he is now I could be wrong but I think you're still going to be in Crete leaving tomorrow ah oh, there we go how, how was how was it on the telly because we're always shit on the telly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, it's frustrating, but we played very well again. We just need a striker because Bio could have had three or four there. Yeah, well, yeah, the, the, the thing is, obviously, goal scorers, we know they go in runs, and he's got two in two up until today. He wasn't able to, to get anything there. Did it seem to you on the telly that we were getting enough bodies in the box, or was it just a question of, look, he's just either missed opportunities or they've snuffed it all out? How do we look at this? Do we just look at it and go, well, it's just one of those games from a Watford perspective and fair play Plymouth? Or do we think there are some some changes on the training ground that, that Ishmael might be looking at? It wasn't just him, to be fair. I felt we were really good at getting into the like areas to create the chances, but our end product wasn't it. Martin's got into quite a few good spaces, but he couldn't hit the target man with the crosses into the box. I don't remember, did the Plymouth keeper have a save to make? That that was my first thoughts when we came on. I'm struggling to remember. I was oh. looking at the stats on BC, 20 shots, three on target. I can't remember which ones were even on target, to be fair. Well, I think Bio had a downwards header, but that was about it. Yeah, no, well, we have to see what comes with it. What did you think of, uh, uh, you know, Chat for Dadze? Because it was, <laughs> last week was just a, a wonderful, great, fun surprise of, my God, we've got a jack in the box here. Let's have a look at that, which was wonderful. Uh, today, still some bright sparks, but again, it just didn't quite come off. Did you still like more of what you saw? Yeah, some sparks. He likes that crossfield ball we did a couple of times for Spree, but I don't know, he, there wasn't, as much room as it is the QPR game for him, or to be, I don't know. But Spreer was the main threat out of the players who came on. It would have been very hard to have had more space than was provided by QPR. Let's face it, they could have had a red carpet out and they'd still been less hospitable than they were last week. Can't um, believe they won today. Well, no, and. I look at this with the Plymouth result because of the conversation with Aaron, but also because we'd spoken to Ben Benjamin Bloom the week before. And he, he 
Ben said something which Aaron from Plymouth confirmed, which was like the season they won the league, League One last season, they won an awful lot of those games by tight, narrow margins. Yeah. And he, did, he wasn't saying that in a disrespectful way. It was a, they've got a lot of character and they kind of, they stick in. That was the kind of game and against the kind of opponent that we could have lost. And let's face it, yeah. there were some scary moments where Dan Backman <laughs> tried to make that a self-fulfilling prophecy. Did it three times as well. To be fair, they, they could have won, won it as well, but that was from Batman the States and on the counter, but who was that excellent again today, but... Yeah, it was all good, but on a few dodgy passes around the back, but it was encouraging. It was, and you're absolutely right. I don't think I don't think many people will be contesting Wesley Hoop for man of the match because every time it went through, and in in a way, I might be being a bit disparaging to, to to Plymouth saying that it was reduced to that because he was just like nobody will pass in 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 the same way as their two at their end. It was a game for centre backs, and, and they did very well about it. In the middle of the park, it was a bit open, but once you get into the twelve yard box, there was no, no room. It, there was a few not scraps, but as in we were feeding off scraps, really, because they had so many players defending their box. But yeah, there wasn't as much room by that bio chance where if he just takes an extra touch or two, he's got more room and there's a less tighter angle to get it on target. But yeah. No, very good. But would you take four points, four goals and none conceded in the league? Yeah, it's encouraging. Personally, I wanted... I don't know. I, w- I wanted good performances, first of all, which we've got. Good. But I wanted out of QPR, Stoke and Plymouth. Seven points. Uh, I would have taken a draw away to Stoke, but it's, enc- it's encouraging. And results aren't the be-all and the end-all until we're in the relegation battle. So it's, en- it's encouraging. And with the, the performances, we'll follow up with the results once we get full fitness. And we've still got players to come in. A striker, Lewis. And Espria, when he's fully fit or ready to come in, Espria looked very good. Yeah, so the results will come. Yeah, Espria, Espria having been, a lot of people were a bit concerned he didn't feature in the first two games. Yeah. And obviously, we all saw the rumours involving, I think it was Brighton and some, oh, Newcastle as well, etc. Anybody with money is going to get linked with any player, pretty much, yeah. I imagine, all over the place. We've been linked to a number of forwards, including including Kiefer Moore. And interestingly, yeah. Rio, thank you very much, sir. Brilliant. Have a great last day. And, and then good luck in Poland, where, where he's going yeah. to be playing, where he's going to be playing football. And we want to know all about that when you get back mate that would that would be great but another team who was who was linked or have been linked with with Kiefer Moore is our very opponents today seen a number of times don't know if it's Aaron or if it's somebody else from Argyle Life no it's me it's Aaron it's Aaron everybody if, if you heard the uh, the preview not the preview nonsense where Aaron sat there and went what you're doing this with dice and we went yep that's what we do thank you for coming on mate the other day did you sounds like you're traveling did you come up no yeah I've come up I'm just outside your Chipotle I'm getting some some flavors of Watford in before I get the train back <laughs> yeah. yeah Chipotle it's it's a very well known flavor of Watford, yeah I just, just, just polished off a burrito bowl yeah whilst we're in these exotic places that the championship provides we have to, to take in these things Oh, you wait. You'll get to places such as Coventry yeah, next. Can't wait. You'll look back on these as heady halcyon days, <laughs> but never mind. Anyway, your lot came down. You you sang well. You made a racket, and it, it finishes nil. Did you feel that was a, a fair on balance, or, or what did you guys? Say? Yeah, I think if you'd offered us nil before, we would have snapped your hand off for that. Defensively, we were solid today, and, and maybe we could have snatched it. There was one, maybe one or two chances. I think, yeah, Fop Mob has given Daniel Backman man of the match, but I think um, <laughs> I think we tested him enough for that. I think. Wesley Hoyt was absolutely outstanding. Yeah, yeah it just seemed absolutely solid. And 
popping a ball in the process too. I think. Yeah, I think if you'd offered us a point before before we'd kicked off, I'd have taken it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're on four points after two games as well. So it's a, and I hope it doesn't come across as condescending, but it's an encouraging start for for us and, and you as well. Yeah. In terms of obviously you new to the division, us really trying to get some form of pattern of play and identity. And I think we're quite pleased that we saw a level of intensity and a decent football match from our point of view in terms of the number of possession. However, every time we put a ball into the box, your guys, they're pretty resilient there at the back. And whilst you called out hoop for us, I think your two centre-backs mopped it all up a little bit for us. And and other than that, that, that one run through on goal, you restricted us to, to well, to that really is a clear chance. Yeah, I was going to say, he should, have, he should have at least been hitting the target there. But I think yeah. Yeah, it's the first time I've seen Lewis Gibson with my own eyes in an Argyle shirt. And I thought it was absolutely outstanding today Dan Scar as well next to him Saxon early left back as well just absolutely quiet I think just think as a defensive unit apart from a few iffy moments from Joe Edwards I think actually as a back four we were quite solid and as sorry I can't remember the, the guy who was on before me he said about the our keeper not really making a save but I think that that came from put the body on the line and, and our centre-backs clearing it rather than the keeper having to yeah, pretty much. Big, solid defence. Yes. As you say, obviously four points. If we play like that away from home every game this season and we win our home games, I'm more than confident we'll be fine in this division. Well, I think I'd be surprised. This this time last week, we were all putting the caveat before every single comment that it was only QPR and weren't they awful? I don't think I don't think we're doing that today yeah, good, at good. all. And I don't mean that in a condescending way at all. You were organised. We couldn't trouble you at set pieces. You've got the requisite height and power and pace. Well, I think you should have an enjoyable an, an enjoyable year. Right up, obviously, until New Year's Day when we get <laughs> 12 o'clock with a hangover and do you one. But other than yeah, that, I think we're in a similar position to you in the fact that we still need a, another striker. We have a number nine in terms yeah. of shirt number, but we, we need another striker, if not maybe two. I think at the moment, Ben Wayne and Ryan Hardy are quite similar in the fact they do the same thing. And as you saw, when obviously Wayne replaced Hardy, they were both just running straight at Wesley Hoyt and just and yeah. just running your centre-backs ragged. But yeah, and apart from that Adam Randall chance, which he should have taken, I think in time he starts to lift those up over the keeper and I think we would have we could have stolen a 1-0 win and would have been much much happier but it doesn't get much happier than this I'm, I'm, I'm quite content good stuff well Aaron we will have a chat sometime around Christmas time I imagine I'm sure where you'll go what are you doing now? Because we'll come up with something else bizarre between then and now, no doubt. But have a great rest of the season. Thank you so much for coming on and calling in and for coming up. Hope you hope you have a good train trip back. There's Aaron from Argyle Life, everybody. Cheers, mate. Take care. There you go. We like the opposition view here. It's nice we get a chance to have a chat and talk absolute nonsense and look at the horrific face of somebody who's going, you're doing what? Whereas people from Stoke and Blackburn will just go, oh, yeah, this is the kind of thing they do. And that's fine. Hi, this is Helen Ward, and you are listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. <whistles> at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. We're going to go to Mr. Neil Silverstein, who I got to finally meet today. Mr. Neil Silverstein, is the M25 any better than it was getting here? It looks fine in my rear view mirror because I'm now halfway down the M3. Oh wow! You have made ground. That's good. That's very good. I know yes. the I know the traffic was absolutely horrendous beforehand, but so what did you make of the second trip in in in, in eight days to the Vic? For me, I thought it was fantastic. I can only recall two areas that I'd go room for improvement, and cool. that's the three misplaced passes by Backman and the one glaring howler by Bayo, where failing to hit the target is almost criminal at that level. Other than that. I can't fault what I saw. I thought Morris and Andrews were outstanding. The energy, the commitment, the drive, and the composure as well. I think Hoots defending, as you said before, was last minute in, in some cases, Dion Dublin-esque, although his passing was... <laughs> some of those crossfield balls were just a delight to watch. Porteous was solid. Uh, loser kept us ticking. An awful lot goes through him, I think. I'll revise. Maybe Semmer, room for improvement. I think Martin mm. carried on from where he started his performance last week. Bayo, he works, but he just doesn't look threatening. So for me, and I think I've said it before, we need a striker and a goalkeeper that will kick on and give those that currently have the shirt a bit of uh, something to think about. For me, the last substitution with KMB coming on, I'd have liked to see Ford's on and Bayo off just to give Ford a bit of a chance but also just to remind Bayo that, that there is another option there but other than that the identity looks great and I think Hammer Backman for his distribution but he threw the ball out once that I think within about six passes we're in on goal with a really good chance yeah he is crap with his feet but give the bloke a bit of a chance because he, he did make a quality save as well. Massively balanced. I like that. I like that a lot. What did you think of a player who we hadn't seen until today this season and have been linked with moves away and other questions? And I've, I've asked a question about whether or not he's got the physicality for the championship as well. Uh, a spree coming in on the right. What were your thoughts uh, about him? And do you think that's the best position for him? Because you've got those two number eights that Tom Delibashiru and 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 Luz have, what, where do you think you best play him in this system? Well, I, I think Bob, the challenge you've got is that Martins and him are, at the moment are competing for the same place, and they both look good. I think today, bizarrely, their left back seem to give us an awful lot of room down there, which I don't think they're going to get all the time. But to answer your question, I like to spray. He makes things happen. A bit like Dave last week. There's a bit of a buzz that goes around when he gets the ball. Looks like he's bulked out a bit. Mm. A bit more maturity from him. Just needs that little bit of composure. That'll come because he's still a young kid, right? But I'd like to see him play off of a big centre forward in that that support striker role. Nice. Yeah, and I think we've seen that Bayo has improved... I think a lot since his performance came in. He was never there was never a problem about him being in and around the box and an impact sub. But I like how he plays now with his back to goal 
a lot more than I did, but he's not, it's still not naturally his best position in the same way as coming out to the halfway line and playing football isn't Dan Backman's best, but he's having to do it to accommodate the system. It will be interesting to see if, as Wendover said, he's hoping that we might have a big number nine all signed up for Stoke away. We don't know, we will see, but there we go. Anyway, sir, it was lovely to meet you genuinely because we've had loads of chats about this, that, the other, Cat Van Doo, the bloody lot, etc. So it was lovely to lovely to shake your hand and, and have a chat. So it's all nice. The fact that everything feels after an ill result we can look at it and go there's a couple of bits missing and if they've been there that might have been there might have been done might have been done neil sir have a safe journey home have a safe lovely stuff there you go neil right so now i needed to bring on here he is you see there are some people like neil like neil when he's not traveling who just know the drill (laughs) here he is everybody rich wfc too how are you doing sir what are your thoughts what are your thoughts on that and after Thursday and Tuesday and on, what do you have to contribute, sir? Well, I think today we all have to be, I think you're very kind to the Plymouth guy and no disrespect to Plymouth. That was a nil massacre. Watford were fantastic from start to finish. There was only one team in that game. How we only got four minutes injury time in the second half is an absolute disgrace. We were excellent from start to finish. I can't really find the obvious quick faults. Yeah, we're all fighting to death with Batman in the ball. He's been told what to do. We don't like it. The crowd was a bit of a tinderbox when he had it, so we have to be careful there. Yeah. Uh, you can feel the, the – it won't take much to turn it. If we, Once we do give away a goal from him, then we've got problems. We need to be careful there. Transmitting um, the nerves, yeah. yeah. Correct, correct. I just thought we were fantastic. I don't think Plymouth win that game at all. They had 10 men behind the ball. The only time they looked like they might score was when we were creating the havoc for them. They had one chance, and arguably they had the best chance of the game. I'll give them that. And and this isn't a criticism of Plymouth. I wish them well. I've got no problem with them. Good luck to them. They've come up into a new league. But they, as someone said, I heard a fan, a Plymouth fan walking behind me on the way out and said, well, we'll take that point. And I smiled. And I said, I bet you will. And it was a massacre in my mind. We we should have won that game 3 or 4-0. Now, okay, quick negatives. I was... Really disappointed that they took Martins off, and he was as well because he was right in front of us when he got subbed. Yeah, and he was desolate. And I thought he was fantastic. And I thought it, 57 minutes to take him off was a very poor decision by the manager. I understand we've got to get Esprilla on this pitch, but I'd have put him on the other wing. How Semmer came out for the second half, I've no idea if we're serious. And I love Ken. But I say it as I see it. Today was not his game. Yes, they switched the wingers round, and mm. I'm screaming for that, and I don't mind admitting it. People around me will tell you that. No, no. Uh, once, once Martins went to the right in the first half, it made a difference, and he was outstanding, even for the seven or eight minutes that he was given in the second half. And I'm so disappointed for him that he got taken off, and I'd love to understand that. The other things was we got, what was it, five minutes to go and a bit of stoppage time, and, and he takes loser off and brings Kayembe on. Now, where's Healy? We want to win the game. Bring in, a, or, or, or as Neil said, bring on young Ford. But Healy, give him a couple of minutes. He's a goal scorer. We know he hasn't got the legs for 90 minutes, but give him a chance. And as you say, put a marker down to Bayo. At the end of the day, I've, I'm a fan, I've been a fan of Bayo and will continue to be, and I'll give, yeah. him, I'll give him his due. He gets in that penalty box, but ultimately his job is not is to score the goals. And that was a disgraceful miss, and I can't defend him for that. He was put through brilliantly, I think, by Sprillia. 
you've got to hit the target. He didn't even hit the target. He made no goalkeeper move or anything. And I was really disappointed with that. And that was it. But ultimately, let's be positive. That was a fantastic performance. It, it was a, It's just astounding that we didn't win that game. We will play worse than that and win 3 or 4-0. We were outstanding. And that's the great thing about it. We can see a pattern. We can see a plan. We yeah. can see a team that look like they're dangerous. And we're going to cause some teams some problems this season. But let's take the, take a positive out of an ear. If that doesn't make Dutchbury and Pozzo and Gioretta and Manga realise now that whatever those extra shekels we need to buy this number nine, <laughs> there, 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 there it is. Get that number nine in. Get us a proper striker in that team to really cause competition. Then we can do something this season. We might not get promoted, but we'll challenge. And you wouldn't want to come to Vicarage Road and we've not conceded a goal in the first two games. For all QPR's woes, they've gone and won at Cardiff today, so they can't yeah. be that, can they? The only disappointing for this week is we've gone out of the cup and people will say, oh, it's only the cup, but we're not entitled enough to say that, in my opinion. I'm disappointed we went out of the cup. I think that's spoiled the week, but and, and it's two home games and we really should be sitting comfortably on six points. We're not. We've got four, so let's go to Stoke and They've had their asses handed to them today, I understand, by Ipswich. And yes, they, um, they do. They're, they're going to be up for trying to put that. So we need to go there with the right mentality. But, yeah, I agree with you. Hoyt had a great game, but he had a great game in a few tackles. I'm not going to say to say that he was man of the match would suggest that Plymouth were, were attacking a lot, and they weren't. It was just a couple of brilliant tackles. But his distribution was outstanding. The passing to the wings, and I liked when Livermore came on, his passing was crisp and to the point. When, and you're absolutely right, Peter, you spotted it like I did. But he shut their number nine now and played to Val as well. The disappointment on um, set pieces, loser today, mm. He hit a white shirt with every single set piece he took today. I hit a white shirt with every single one. Hugely disappointing from him today. And that's where Tom Ince is going to make a difference when he get, comes in and figures. Because Tom Ince's set pieces are magnificent. So we've got that plus to come. We've got Gemma L. Lewis to come. Morrison and, uh, and Andrews, I agree with Neil again. Excellent. It was a great team performance. And let's take that. And as I'm going to say again, that was a Neil massacre. And fair play to the team. I really enjoyed it. Oh, if there's one thing I love, it's somebody who comes on and goes, no, I don't agree with you, Pete, because what's the <laughs> point if you did? No, I'll, t- I'll tell you why I was why I was impressed with him. One, I thought Hardy's movement was really good, bearing in mind he was doing exactly what he had to do with the, especially in the first half, with the little the, the possession that they had, and I thought he was really interesting. The set mm. pieces, they were also very dominant on, and I agree. And for how many years have we said, can we beat the first man? Yeah. We're now beating every man, and they're yeah. all flowing to the back. So yeah. we've gone from the sublime to the ridiculous. Yeah. But when you look at the stats, and I appreciate your point, and you will say, yeah, but three of those were backmen. I get yeah. that. You're allowed that response to, to this statement. Yeah. We had three shots on target. Yeah. They, had, they had five yeah. with half of the possession. Yeah. And, and what, what I meant was, in terms of I thought I was impressed with them, was a team who has come up. And and if and teams who come up are on their uppers. Look at as you say. Look at Ipswich versus Stoke. Stoke has spent a good amount climbing out of their debt in order to spend a good amount trying to trying to bring people in. And I think I think those two clubs are going to do all right in the in this season in comparison oh, I, to QPR. Oh, I totally just I totally agree with you on that. I have no as I say I've got no issue with Plymouth, and and I actually I thought this would be a really tricky game. It wasn't. Yeah. And that's what I'm pleased about. That nice. wasn't a tricky game today. Any other day we win that game 2-3-0. And I think sometimes as Watford fans, we look at the negatives of Watford and blah, blah, blah. 
But today, there's very few negatives. We were outstanding. We were outstanding. And good luck to Plymouth. I wish them a good season. I hope they go and beat them. Uh, I've got no issue with them. But that wasn't a competitive game today. That was a game that we should have won comfortably. Nice. That first half was one-way traffic. And good luck to Watford on that one. There'll be days when we're all moaning and you know not happy, but today's not one of them. Good performance. Let's just get the go- Let's just get the number nine in and finish teams off. Beautiful stuff. Great for seeing Matthias Martins. If anybody sums up the difference between last season and this season, oh, yeah. Matt- Matthias Martins does because he's a bundle of tricks and I'm not saying his, his end product is always there. There was a cutback opportunity for Tom Bashir in the first half, but to critique him when he was really such a live wire is, is, is isn't really fair. But what did you think of Aspria? We've been waiting to see a bit of Aspria. He came in to somebody and he came on and, and was he was not disappointing, was he? Going from where I sit, dazzling feet. He got out of one position. Had, I think he had about four players around him and he got past yeah. all four. He, what I, I think the, what we all know with Aspria is his right foot ain't great and he comes in on his left and then he doesn't hit the ball. When somebody says to him, when you come in and hit the ball, he, ironically, he was doing it for the under-20s Columbia in the summer. Yeah. If he just be a bit more brave and have a shot he'll score more goals that is his problem he, he's a fantastic player don't get me wrong I wanted a spiller on that pitch but I didn't want him on the pitch at the expense of Martins who Martins has beefed up People, there's two games running now where he's had a, a player on him who's tried to knock him about and he's won every battle and I'm really delighted for him and I think he's going to be a really good player for us this year And but yeah a spiller is a, is a special talent there's no doubt about it and we've got to look after him And but yeah we just got to add around it but no lots to be pleased with today lots to be pleased with. Rich, we've got a couple of people to go to, but I want to ask you yeah. just one last question, if it's all right, because I know I know you were at the the at yes. our place this, this yes, week. I was. Yes, with I was. the with both technical directors, because yes. you know, technical directors are like buses, you wait for ages and suddenly do turn up. Yeah. With uh, with Scott, with Scott Duxbury, yeah. with Daniel Batman, who wasn't taking back passes, which was no. useful. No. And of course with Valerian Ishmael. What yeah. what just what was you I think a lot of people will have seen the comments in the Watford Observer. They've done a great job writing up all of the the bits into the articles as they do what was your overall kind of takeaway from it I think very quickly I, I go to a lot of fans forums I try to get to them all I've been to the last two with the Gino one and this one mm-hmm. the questions were good they were to the point there was no sucking up to everybody there was none of the silly little question there was one about the corporate stuff but that was shut down rightly or wrongly but mate, all the questions were on point they were searching questions they weren't saying oh thanks for everything you're wonderful they were they knew there were some searching questions Dan Backman spoke incredibly well he helped translate a little bit with manga as well who sadly struggles a little bit with that um, yep. on the microphone which yep. he's, he's got hasn't got the language and uh, other issues but he was excellent after the game Juretta spoke well ducks i asked ducks to be the very first question of the night and i just said what does success look like to you this season and he said pretty much along the lines of what Q- the qpr game i.e we come away we've enjoyed the day the football was good and we're competing so fair play to that Valishman, it's no doubt about it that the players are totally with the manager. They, he has got something, him and Dean Whitehead, and don't underestimate Dean Whitehead in the setup. He's a very astute coach. The set pieces didn't work today, but normally I think you'll find that they'll be very on point. I think he's a very good coach. Ishmael is an intimidating big guy, um, and you would run through brick walls for him. And I think you'll find that's exactly what the team will do and are doing. We've seen that already. Blackman said the change in environment in the setup and dressing room is chalk and cheese from the last few years. 
he said he's going home and he used to, I don't swear very often, but Dan swore a few times by saying it's, I know we've been shit, he said, and I know I'm going home and I'm absolutely knackered every night. I've got a family, but the minute I get through the door, I'm going to sleep because we are being worked to death. And I think we can see that in the fitness that's coming through couple of little tidbits afterwards you got to talk it was very good that i was uh, funny enough with greg went over horn and we were just milling around and cristiano Giretta actually made a point of walking up to us he shook our hands and he gave us 10 minutes of his time uh, a quick summary of that was we asked him about Kiefer moore he said Kiefer moore is somebody whose agent he's talking to nearly daily he says i think i speak to him more than his wife he said the trouble with Kiefer Moore, he's on a two, he's still got two years left on his deal. He's on big money, he's in the premiership, and his new manager at Bournemouth has so far said, You're going nowhere. So that will be a very difficult deal to do, although yeah. his name keeps being linked with teams. We then mentioned sorry Cabba, and yeah. Greg Greg said, Oh, I hear he wants to go to Lens. Giretta immediately, without any hesitation, said, Nope, he wants to play for us. In my opinion, and when Scott Duxby in the main forum said that they're in negotiations with the number nine as we speak, if I can read body language of a man who's six foot, God knows what, standing in front of me, sorry, Cabo is the man that they are negotiating with and will be the number nine that comes into Watford if they can get the deal over the line. If something suddenly happens with Keith Moore and they can get him, I don't know what will happen. It'd be lovely to think we get them both, but I don't think that's going to happen. And as I said earlier, I think every shekel that we've got is going to be used on the number nine. I don't feel there's any other players coming in. I might be surprised. I didn't get the vibe that there's other players looking in. Greg did ask about Moet and Styles, and Valerian just said, well, I'm happy with my left-back situation now with Morris and Lewis. So he obviously sees Styles as a left-back more than a, a, a general utility yeah. player. So I don't see any more coming in. It was a positive night. There was plenty of questions. It flowed well. All the guys stayed around afterwards. I know Ben Manga held chats with a few people and was very articulate, and people thoroughly enjoyed that. Scott Duxby stayed around for a few questions afterwards. So no full credit to them. They're doing these at their places. There'll be lots more more local places, I'm sure, now. I know they're looking at different venues, and I shall uh, leave them alone now. I've had my two for the time. I shall uh, let, let other people have a listen. But good night. Um, enjoyable. They did it well. They're putting themselves out to be challenged and communicated. They let the news people be there in the Athletic and the What's Observer. They're not trying to hide behind anything. We had a laugh about Elton's very much involved. Scott Duxbury says he rings him daily, if not hourly. He's in Apparently Elton's in France at the moment and then will be down the training ground regularly. He wants to be involved. What that looks like, I don't think it looks financial, but who knows, things behind closed doors he might he might help a little bit with a player. Do you remember he bought, a, I think he bought a certain Paul Devlin and Tommy Mooney with his concert once upon a time. So who knows? He might. And a, tr- and a certain Troy Deeney as well. And a tr- record, exactly yeah. from the concert. Yeah. Who knows? So good night. Yeah. I full credit to them. They're communicating again. And I think to be fair, I think we noticed in the week when the reports coming off the, from the Watford main site where Valerian was explaining what's happening with Tom Ince and Jamal Lewis, encouraging communication. Long may it continue. They've, they've started this season off on the right foot. Keep it going. That's all I'd say. Fantastic stuff. Fantastic. Well, look, thank you very much for that. I appreciate Pleasure. it. We're not going to be at these. We, we've done the, well, obviously, as everybody probably knows, and bored to death, we, we were heavily involved with the first one with, with Gino Pozzo, trying to get that done. But obviously, we received a lot, of, a barrage of abuse. Let's call it what it was for it. And it was a question of, okay, well, look, we just wanted to get this ball rolling. We wanted to make sure, as we'd always said, that this should be the start of something, not just a, 
not just a punctuation mark. This should hopefully well, be the start of more and more communication. And I'm going to, with, I'm going with, to interrupt you very quickly, Peter, and just say you don't need to, not that you are, but I think you should be very proud of what you've done. The, the fact that the, at your places that happened the other night was because of what you guys got done with yeah. Paolo Jose. They would not have happened otherwise. The, they're happening again, and I know for a fact there's others because I saw Richard Walker talking to a few people about looking for rooms in certain areas of where they can hold the next one. So fair play to you, and if Paletto Gino had never happened, <laughs> then this that one the other night wouldn't have happened, and they're now going to happen. And I actually think, perversely, they probably enjoy it. It gives them a chance to communicate, and uh, so. nothing was held back. It was very well done. I think so. I felt with all of this, it was almost like two relatives who haven't spoken to to, to each other for a long time. And it's like, how do we get past this first coming back together again? And I think there are people at the clubs, and this was solely organised by the people at the club. It just allows them to get it going. So if you see any of these and you're interested in the subject matter, please go down there and get communicating directly with the club. It doesn't matter whether you like or don't like the, the, the regime in place. It's a question of your chance to go and communicate directly with the club. Will you like everything they say? Probably not, but at least you get to hear it. Rich, sir, thank you very much indeed. Pleasure. That was a, that was a massive contribution. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.